The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. I am telling you, it was such a slick move. Oh man, that's just so it embarrassing. Was, no, I was waiting. I was waiting for my moment. I was waiting to like figure it out, and and he was waiting too. Like Bozik was sitting there, and he's like, "You should do that." You should do that. And then we of were joking. Of course he is, because no. he always wants you to make bad decisions. No, we were joking about it. And then the moment arrived, and it was just like, whoop, look straight ahead. Although, well, I had to hide the laughing. So I have no idea. I wanted to look over and see what she was going to do, like see how upset she was, but I couldn't look. Oh, my God. It was brilliant. It still, In context, it still you feels, are going to sound like the worst person. It still feels good. Hello, everyone. Oh, this is man. Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet where podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. I want to say... Thank you to everybody for your patience. We took yesterday off, which was Tuesday after Memorial Day, and uh, both Sarah and I were under the weather yesterday. Yeah, you didn't have a voice, and I for some I reason, a voice. I think I hung out with a lot of children over the weekend at different barbecues, and I think I might have caught something because I had that to. could be it. No, I think that's I didn't even exactly think about that. it because I felt really it wasn't even I didn't even do anything on Monday, and I uh, Monday night I'm like I don't feel so well, and I could barely move on Tuesday. Yeah, that's a good point. Because oh, I was lot- around a lot of kids too, and we do not—we are not immune from the kid diseases like yeah. a lot of people are. Exactly. Most of our friends who are parents, you know, they're always around all those little sticky fingered germ factories. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> little sticky fingered wonderlands. <laughs> but I think that was so. I woke up. I'm like, I'm run down, and I never nap. And as yeah. soon as I woke up, I told Greg, I'm like, I don't feel so well. I fell back asleep and slept straight for three hours. I'm like, that's not normal. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, my voice is eighty percent back, but uh, that's always really scary when you work. When you work with your voice, when your voice goes away, it's really, really scary. So I uh, needed to take yesterday off to rest, and uh, now I'm, I'm on the mend. So back anyway. Thanks for your patience. We are back today. Ooh. I do want to remind everybody, though, when our voices are functioning, we have an audiobook that's out. So go to Fun Employment Radio. Here's what I want you to do right now. Just right, right now. Stop whatever. If you're at work, just tell your boss, hey, I got to take a break right now because what I need to do is go to FunEmploymentRadio.com, click on the Audible link right there, sign up for a free trial, and make your first purchase. Be the zombie who cried human. Wouldn't that be exciting? If, like, you, you have those other books that you can use for your free trial. However, wouldn't it be fun to take your money and purchase? The zombie who cried human. And that Listen is, to us, and you can hear both of our voices on and that. So in case you don't know, it is a book put out by Cemetery Dance by Brian Freeman and Glenn Chadburn, and it's a children's book. And you can buy the actual book uh, right there from that link as well. You can get the actual book. But then what you want to do is pick up the the, uh, audio book to go along with it. Because you may hear two familiar voices being the narrators of that audiobook. It's myself and Sarah Dillon, and we are so excited to have that out there. It's a big deal for us to have our first actual published, out-there-in-the-world uh, audiobook because we would like to do more of these kinds of things and uh, we would like to, it's it's a very inexpensive one it's a very wonderful book the, you want to get the actual hardbound copy and the softbound copy as well from them mm. I mean it's it's a the artwork's amazing but pick up that little audiobook just to go along with it I think that would be a great <laughs> great idea it's a great addition great addition and you can do that by just going to our website clicking on the audible link and signing up for your free trial that's it that's very encouraging and right? then you just go boom I'd like the zombie cried human day. boom so there it is. That's what we would appreciate right. for everyone to do. All right. So 
Anyway, we did have a great weekend over the over the weekend. You before had getting mandate sick. Memorial Day weekend. I did. Yeah, I, I really did. So Friday night, and again, thank you to our buddy Keelan, who got me a ticket to go see Weird Al, the tour where he's playing all of his original songs. And as promised, it was a nerd factory at, at Revolution Hall here in Portland. I mean, that's... That's as nerdy as it gets, I think. Oh, I bet. And I was right there in the mix of it. Oh, because yeah. I was You're with all your people. I was with my people. You're not calling anyone out that isn't nope. yourself involved. Nope. Too. And uh, Mr. Jenky went as well. So so we met up for some drinks beforehand and went down there and ran into a bunch of people that I know down there. Ended up sitting, like I walked into my seat because I just had a solo seat, you know, in the, in one of the rows. And I sit down and it's Daniel who listens to the show. Oh, yeah, I happened to have a seat right next to him. So for that, I saw John after the show. I, I saw a lot of people. You know, I had a few beers during the show. You know, as it's going through, and it's kind of a kind of a whir of everything that was going on. But the show Weird Al was amazing. Did he play the biggest ball twine in Minnesota? He played the biggest ball oh, twine in Minnesota. Man. The song I wanted to hear the most. He played it like three or four songs in. Like it was pretty quick. Oh wow! When I was when I was looking at the set list before, I saw that he plays it like third. Usually on most of his tour dates, so I didn't say anything. Probably was, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was It was so great. And I guess the next night he did a completely different set, like a different set of songs altogether, because huh. so, he has so many originals. So you got the biggest ball of twine set. I got the biggest ball of twine set. Ooh. I missed the Dare to be Stupid set. Yeah. So that one I, that one I missed, but I did get, yeah, biggest ball of twine. And um, yeah, it was just so cool. So I suggest if you are anywhere on the rest of his tour, go to his show. Go to his show. It was it was awesome. So Weird Al, fantastic on Friday. Thanks again to Keelan. And then now I need to talk, though, about, about what happened on, on Saturday and my epic, epic win that happened. All right, so. I don't think this is as impressive as you think it is. I feel great about it because Do I feel you? like because I righted a wrong. Great. I righted a wrong. There was a wrong in the world, and I righted it. And so uh, on Saturday, I hadn't seen Solo yet, which just came out last week, and no spoilers on that. I enjoyed the movie. That's that's all I'll say. Star Wars Solo, the Han Solo story one, and uh, my buddy Bozik and I went to go see it because we hadn't seen it yet. And so we get there. We got there a little bit after the trailers had started, so we missed like half of the first trailer, which, by the way, trailers are ridiculous now. It's like 25 minutes of trailers. Oh, I know. They're, it's like the whole movie, it's way basically. too long. Yeah. Way too long. 25 minutes of that as we're sitting there. So we, we got in a little bit late, and we had reserved seats, and we sat down. And I realized, like, you always hope there's not going to be somebody next to you. Yeah. Don't you always hope that? Oh, yeah, you always do. You always dream. You're like, okay, maybe there won't yeah, be. Yeah, maybe there won't be anybody next to me. Maybe, maybe. No. Oh, God. I don't know if I told you when I saw I Feel Pretty that our seats no. next to us were actually open. So Jessica and I went to see it. And... um there weren't very many seats left, so she got the ones that are in, like, basically, like, the wheelchair row. Okay. Like, row yeah. C, mm-hmm. so it's, like, right on the floor, like, behind the front two rows, but before yeah. all of the at Eastport cinemas or whatever Right, or, like, most of them, most theaters, I think, yeah. have the So it's, like, on the ground, but you're, like, a little further back. Yeah. And anyway, there were these people that were sitting up in the front, too, and I saw them kind of shuffling around and looking at us, and they grabbed all their shit, and they came and they sat at the two chairs next to us, and they were, like, kind of rude, and the girl was kind of hitting me as she was sitting down and adjusting. I'm like, okay. Then she proceeded to take off her shoes... Oh no! And had no socks on, and it's one of those. Oh no! Those where you can like, uh, you know, lean out the chair and like you can get the so legs they, out. And yeah, in this particular theater, and uh, it's not in every theater, obviously, but but at this one, yeah, they have the recliner chairs. They're really nice, like leather chairs. We can lean back and recline, yeah. and it puts out yeah the feet 
for you. Yeah. No, and they were just sitting there, and her and this other person next to her. So she was barefoot, sticking her feet on the pleather oh, chair. Oh, that's gross. So she was uh. awful. I could tell clearly that it wasn't her seat. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, please, please. Well, the actual people who got these seats. So finally I see this couple come in, and they're standing there with, like, their popcorn and their soda. They're a couple minutes late, and they're just kind of looking. And they're looking at their tickets, and then they're, like, looking again. And it, they stand there for, like, three minutes because they say they're trying to, like, kind of get, uh-huh. get the guts up to go and say something. Yeah. And finally they're like, um, they came up like, oh, you're in our seats. And the girl... Without the shoes on, just kept staring straight ahead. Oh, and they're like, and whoa, whoa, finally, okay, okay. and then they didn't wait, give wait, up. Wait, 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 yeah. slow down here because this is already making me mad because this is a violation of movie rules. Oh, yeah, that is that's a that's a direct violation of so many different movie rules. So number one, you've heard me take a, talk about taking my shoes off in the uh, airport. Or not in the airport, but on a plane. Never barefoot. Oh, in the airport too, Greg. Not in the airport. No, because then I got to put them back Pretty on. Sure I heard you say airport. On the airplane, you could if you have nice clean socks and they're directly under your seat in front of you, and you're just taking your shoes off and you're not barefoot. I believe that should be legal as long as these smells do not permeate anybody else. But movie rules, no. No, you cannot do that no. because you're sitting next to someone for two and a half this hours. This woman in there, was a monster. She was a monster, barefoot. And so, a I would I would be furious if somebody's in my seat. Not furious, actually. I take that back. I would I would be fine with it if I walked up and I was like, "Hey, you're in my seat," and they said, "Oh, sorry. Yep, we'll get out." You know, because I understand that. There's there's been occasion where I maybe oh, yeah. sit one seat over. Well, at first, <clears throat> but so so. I'm sorry. I'm worked up about this. Okay, now. I can tell. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you talking about my. Story. No, this woman sitting there barefoot, and rubbing her feet all over right next to you, and these people walked up and she ignored them. Yeah, so she ignored them just for a second. And it's like they were both little <sighs> shit apples. They were like probably I, I couldn't tell anywhere between like 17 and like 22. I can't tell the difference. Yeah, I can't tell the difference either. And so this barefoot. So oh. then basically they finally. So they the couple who's there. They're finally. I can hear them saying like, "Excuse me, these are our seats." Like. These are and they're like showing them their tickets, and the girl kind of ignores them for a second, and then I think they were trying to ignore them to like think that they would go away if they made <laughs> oh, it so awkward. Oh man! Yeah, these were like oh crappy wow. People. And then uh, finally, the guy's like, "No, I'm sorry, these are our seats. You're gonna have to move." And the girl without the shoes on made the biggest stink about. She's like, Ugh. and she's like slipping back on her squishy shoes, and she's like putting down the thing and like flopping around and like putting down the um you know the leg rest of like the making thing. a show of what a terrible person she is yes like that's all she's doing is yes, advertising that's like exactly I it. am an awful person everybody look at me exactly it's like you don't deserve those like if you didn't get those seats those are not your seats no like, and you, you got don't... busted it's like walk away graciously when you get busted you got busted like, like I get it I've I've taken seats yeah you know but if I'm busted I'm like you're right. That Sorry about that. That was the most awkward Sorry. thing. It's like they like she made it a deal. Like I hate it when someone does something wrong and they treat it as if it's your fault. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, I would people, be. I'd be pissed. I'd be so pissed. No, and uh, when they sat down, I couldn't help myself from saying. So finally, like they got out of there and they went and they like lumbered back over to their like seats in the second or first row or whatever. And when the person who was like finally who had stood their ground, they're like, "You need to. These are our seats. You need yeah. to move." And they stood there awkwardly while these girls just sat there staring ahead for a second. But they stood their ground. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And so finally, when the, the guy sat next to me, I'm just like, thank you so much. I'm, I'm like, I could tell that these weren't their seats. He's like, yeah, that was awkward. I'm like, all right. Wow. And, then, but you, and you know what? The guy next to me kept his shoes on the entire movie. Yeah. That well, was see, nice. That's, that's, that's good. That was nice. That's good. In a movie, for movie rules, yeah, you should actually, actually, you know, you should have to keep your shoes on. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. So you keep your stuff in your space. You don't overlap. 
Now, if it is in these kinds of theaters where oh, you have the recliners. Here we go. I know where he's going with it. Well, there's two different things. If you're in a theater where it's not a recliner, it's a shared arm space, that's the same thing as airplane rules. There's a little bit of a crossover in that if there's one armrest, first person there, boom, you claim it. That's yours. You leave, you get up, you go to the bathroom or something, boom, that's no man's land again. That's open territory. I can swoop in and take that armrest. Like that is that's how that should work. So that's for for the general ones. Now this kind of applies to both in that there's only a certain number of cup holders when you go into a theater. And for these particular ones, there was one cup holder per seat. There's one cup holder per seat. And we showed up, I'm taking a look there, and I'm getting over to my, getting over my seat. And we're both kind of sitting in the middle of a row, like maybe three rows down from the top, maybe five, row, five seats in. And... I'm looking there. I'm like, okay, that says my seat, seat number 15. There's a cup. There's a cup there. Like, what's going on there? And there's somebody sitting next, next to that, next to the chair in what would have been number 14. And at first I thought, this person must be in my seat because that says number 15, and, but, so, but the cup is in there, so maybe I've got the seats wrong. I'm like, oh, no, no, my seat is empty. But someone has placed a cup in my seat, a little uh, uh, slushy. Define your in seat. My Cup holder. Define your seat. There is, what is your cup holder? Say, in this theater, there is only one cup holder per chair. So you sit in your chair. You do have kind of a shared armrest, but it's a giant one. So you're not, you're not going to bump arms. But there is one cup holder at the end of that armrest. And then the next one over, there's not one. Because that's, I think, the mechanics for, for you know, putting out the recliner. And then the next one over, there is one. So, so each person has one cup holder. Wait, doesn't each person, like starting from the first one, doesn't that first person have two cup holders? Doesn't everybody actually have two cup holders because there's one on either side of them? No, I think there's only one. No, Greg. Well, our popcorn had to go somewhere, so it was in the middle one then. So Greg, here's that's the thing. not the way cup like, it's like you're saying like every other No, chair I think gets it was every other holder. No, I think no, it was every I, other I know what theater you were at, that is not true. Every, every other armrest arm has rest, No has a cup holder. That is not true. You are making stuff up. I'm not making anything up. I'm not lying to you. If I don't understand I don't it, then fine. I don't think you're lying, but I'm saying every armrest has a cup holder. No, I think it's every other armrest. Well, either way, our popcorn was covering up one. And either way, that was my armrest because it was directly above where my number 15 seat was. All right, so here's what happened. Oh, yeah, this is going to get good, everybody, just so you know. The people that were next to us. We're children of some kind. And again, I can't estimate ages. I don't know. She could have been, it was a, it was a girl. She could have been 12. She could have been 17. Well, hard for me to say. I think young enough, young enough to where she's drinking a slushy. She's got a slushy candy and there's a row of like five of them. Five of these kids. Five slushies or oh, kids? Kids, okay. yeah. But slushies in my, in my armrest. And again, define your armrest. Well, it's the armrest directly in front of me. I mean... To your left or to your right? At best. At best. If you want to go this route. If you want to go this route. Don't don't like act like I'm trying to like interrogate you. I'm just at best, saying. If you want to be that person, it's a shared armrest. That's equally mine, equally hers. Okay. So this is how you want to go. Why don't we now this stop is how you referring wanna, to it as your armrest. If this is how you want to play the game, fine. It's a shared You pay armrest. for the seats, not the armrests and the cup holders. No, I deserve an armrest. I deserve a cup holder. So we'll say this. 
It was a shared armrest. That's a shared cup holder, which means it's available to whoever gets there first. So fine. You count it as she had her slushy in there first. Well, we're sitting there and as we, you know, and I had to hold my drink in my hand. Oh, oh my God. And how did you even survive? It was rough. Let me tell you. Let me just tell you. It was rough. And we're waiting, you know, for the 20 minutes of trailers. So it gets about like 15 minutes into the trailers. I'm sitting there, and this girl kept getting up and walking down like three three chairs and talking to somebody down there and then coming back. She was getting up and leaving like over and over and over. Walking down a few chairs, talking to somebody at the end, and then walking back. In the middle of the movie? In the middle of the trailers. She did it during oh, the movie during too. The trailers. She did oh. do it later on during the movie as well. It was mm. weird. So as she's sitting there and she's jabbering away with whoever's on the other side of her, and she lifts up her slushy to take some drinks. She out. does what? She lifts up her slushy. She grabs her slushy, takes it out of the cup holder, and is sitting there drinking on it. Now, about 60 seconds after she had done that, I'm sitting there with my cold drink sitting in my lap thinking, well, that's long enough. How, what was long enough? It was about a minute that she took it out of there. She had it in her, in her lap for a minute, and she's jabbering away with other people. I'm like, well. Wait, she was still sitting there? Yeah, but her, but her slushy wasn't in oh, that I cup didn't anymore. Oh, she was still sitting there. Oh. So I, God. While she was talking to somebody on the other side, I just slowly, never, never looking down, always looking straight ahead, just moved my hand slowly over there with my drink and just went. Cool. Was it on your right side or your left side? On my right side. It was on my right side. That's my right hand just Oh, I always use my up. left side cup holder. Apparently she did too. As long as my hand <laughs> just looked up. And I just put my drink into that cup. As she had taken it out for a minute, at that point, she had relinquished her rights to that cup holder. That is so... And I dropped it in. And then was this during the movie? No, this was, well, during the trailers. Did you take up, did you pick up your drink at all throughout the rest of the movie? I didn't pick it up for another 20 minutes at least. Because I didn't want to move. I didn't want to move it. No, I, I set it in there. I looked straight ahead. Bozik saw what happened, and both of us just start laughing, but I didn't Are want her to see. Are you kidding me? You stole the cup holder from a little girl? What, does that make me a bad person? I mean, I, she needs well, to learn. I knew, I, I kind of knew a little bit, because Bozik had said, like, oh, I can't, you can't believe what Greg did. But I didn't realize that she was still sitting does there. Does this make me a bad person? Yes! But she picked up her drink. She was she was out of there. She for was like, using it. She had already claimed it. She had gotten to the island first, and she put down her flag. But then you take it up, you take a sip, and you put it back. It's not like she was just taking a sip. She took it up, and she was, you know, yammering on, had her drink. So she did was she try to put drink. her drink back in there, and your cup was there? I don't know. I never looked back over. I never looked back over. <laughs> Does this make me a bad person? That's so awkward. If somebody did that to me, I would be really annoyed. But I mean, you stake your claim. If but you, you something... take it up for like a minute or more, and you don't put it back in there, that means like no! you're giving up your. You're not convincing me. Are you gonna sit there and drink on it for sixty seconds? Yeah, I mean, I'll hold it in like my hand for a bit and like sit there and have a few. Like, well, then at that point, though, how do you still deserve that cup holder? If because you're not using I was it? there first. But you're not using it. I am using it. I'm just busy drinking right now for a minute. <gasps> just because. Now, I'm not talking about like this was ten seconds or. You know, 20 Wait, seconds. So under that flipped. logic, like if I have to get up and use the restroom in the middle of the movie and I'm gone for a few minutes, does that mean somebody else can just take my seat? No, that's different. How is that different? The seat is different. You paid I'm for not your using, seat. I'm not using the seat right you then. You paid for your seat. You didn't pay for that cup holder. That cup holder is shared property. 
You just said that yourself. You said that yourself. I think it's shared property unless you stake your claim. Whoever is there first stakes their claim. They if have their I claim. Had... And they have time to take it out and you don't take a drink. And that's fine. But if you're going over a minute without using that thing. That is some <sighs> bullshit right there. That is a dick move. What is the time? What what kind of time no do you think No time. Is... You get there first. You put Wait, your drink so they in put there it in first. And they never use it again. Yeah, if somebody puts their drink in first, you are not allowed to take it from them. So they them. can just take that drink out and never use that drink holder, that cup holder again. Yes. And I would never be able to use it. No. Yes, that is correct. No, that is not fair. That's not, that's not right. That's not right. There's, there's got to be a time limit. There is on no how time long limit. If you you're there it. first and you place your drink in that cup holder, then that is yours to be used. That's like, uh, like if someone has their purse or something and then they move. Like, it feels like you're, you feel like you're entitled to whatever's in there because you feel like it's a shared space. I don't like what? this. That you're, no, you're pushing this into way other, completely different boundaries than, than what I'm saying. Uh, it's being said, Greg questions if he has a punchy face. Nope, it's his punchy behavior. <laughs> well, we you both... stole a little girl's cup holder from her because I don't she know had... if she was little. She could have been 17, like I said. And she kept getting up and, and walking away anyway. Oh. What did Bozik think? We both just sat there laughing. <laughs> Looking straight ahead, not wanting to make eye contact. men <laughs> laughing at this little girl because you stole her cup holder? Wow. Yeah, Vicky says as long as they're sitting there, it's theirs. I, I don't think when so. You stake I don't think claim, that's fair. That is fair. No, you stake your claim, and you get certainly rights to pick it up and take your drinks and then put it back in there. There is no time limit for how long. That, no, you cannot set a time limit for how long it takes for someone to take a sip of their soda. No, oh, Greg, no, you're longer than wrong. a sip of soda. Yeah, no, not when they're just taking it up for a sip of soda. I'm saying that. I'm saying you take it up and don't put it back in there. Then you're giving up your rights to the cup holder. No, I don't believe that anyone agrees with you. <laughs> oh, Eddie says the laughing is a dick move, not the reclaiming. Of I know the cup I holder. didn't laugh loudly. I didn't. I don't think she saw me laughing. It was more of a. <sighs> I don't know. I think that that's pretty mean. I don't think it's mean. I, I think, think it, it was is. long I think enough. That if that girl was there and she had her slushy, plus you have a soda, she's a slushy. A slushy is a lot colder. It's a lot no, more it's way smaller. Drink. No, it was not. No, she had, she had a small slushy. If you wanted to share it, you could have just asked me, like, "Are you using that?" Well, instead okay, of just okay, yes, I suppose I could have. But um, all right, well, I'm. I think under movie rules, it's a cold, hard world, and she took her cup out of there long enough. I don't think you get to have. Full rights to that cup holder if you're not using it forever. I don't think that's fair. I don't think she that's fair. She took it out world. for a minute. At least a minute. At least a minute. Mm, Greg. I think. I, let me just. I'm thinking if some. All right. How would you feel? If give somebody, me a hypothetical. Teach me if I'm wrong here. Yes. How would you feel if a stranger did that to you? Um, you were sitting there and like <laughs> you were sitting with your friend and you kind of looked over to the left because your friend was trying to tell you something about some upcoming movie and you had your soda in your hand and you're talking to them. You're like, oh, yeah, OK, totally get what you're saying, blah, blah, blah. How long have I had it out? A minute. And then you go back to put your drink down. It's like and somebody else's drink is there. I'd say something. Oh, would you? Why would. would you say something? I'd say something. Why I'd would be- you say something? I would say something and see what happened because the other person would have the rights to do it. But I could still ask them. I would take a look and see if, if their other cup holder was in use by someone else, thereby giving them only one option. You know? You would not yield the cup holder. You would not. You would Honestly, not give someone rights the courtesy that you would not be offering. You're not the offering. Rights, the rights are the rights. No, I would ask. 
No, you would not. You'd be pissed. And you'd just sit there with, like, your angry face. And you'd be like. <sighs> then I'd steal it back as soon as they. Yeah, and you wouldn't out. even concentrate on the movie because you'd just be sitting there, like, seething. Well, by all rights, then, she could have done the same thing to me. The fine, if we're going she down that road. She should have. But she's also a child. <laughs> You're a 40-year-old man. Come on. <laughs> as Mike says, I do not yield, sir. Um yeah, and uh, Jasmine just said Greg is right about one thing. The cup holder on the right is yours. And this was the cup holder on my right. Mm. So she was invading my territory to begin with. All right, so, so it says the rules from a, couple, from a couple dudes on the internet. Nobody says, I, I don't see anything that's like, silence your cell phones. Be courteous to others. Only use the right cup holder. Don't steal drink cup holders. <laughs> That is not a movie rule. Well, I'm thinking. I'm sorry. I think that it was. Well, I think that we need to interview somebody who works at a movie theater. Find out the rules? Yeah, find out the rules. The unspoken rules. All right. I mean, there needs to be some kind of law to it because if what I did was not fair, fine. But I also believe that you sitting there and putting your cup holder in it one time in the beginning and then taking it out and never using it, it's going to waste. That's not fair either. That's not that's not right. You didn't pay more for that cup holder. It's a shared cup holder. And if you're not using it, then sharing means the other person should get to use it. I'm a sharing person. And by sharing, you mean one girl had it before you and then you took it when she wasn't looking. She took it out for a long time. She wasn't just taking a For sip. a minute. At least a minute. A minute and a half. Yeah, she wasn't using it. Mike says, I worked in a movie theater decades ago. I can't imagine anyone working there gives a shit. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Fair enough. All right, Greg Nibbler taking cup holders from children. It's my right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Xtillin. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, got a story out of Austin, Minnesota. Austin, Minnesota? Yeah, apparently that's the place. All right. Well, the U.S. Department of Agriculture is recalling more than 228,000 pounds of spam. Like spam? Spam, the spam spam, the the potted meat spam. spam. Yeah. After four separate consumers have complained about finding metal objects inside of their food. Oh, so the USDA's Food Safety and Inspection Service said that the canned chicken and pork and whatever else is in it in question was produced in February at the company's plant in Fremont, Nebraska. Uh, so the, re- the recall covers 12-ounce metal cans containing Spam Classic. So if that's what you've purchased lately, if you're a Spam person, just want to let you know. I enjoy Spam. I don't eat it very much. I have... I just enjoy very salty things, so I think that's why I like it. You do like salt. Mm-hmm. Um, I have yeah, that's only... a, we were having a conversation about salt the other day. How you were saying you don't think you've ever put salt on anything, and I was telling you I don't think I've ever put pepper on anything. I probably put salt on corn before, but I haven't put salt, extra salt on something, and I have no idea. I I really couldn't. I know say. it's not as good a for kid. Me. Yeah, I I put it, I think I put it on corn. I know it's not good for me. I like to salt things. I've never used pepper. I don't. I don't. Pepper. Like pepper. I definitely use. Yeah. I definitely use pepper. No, I don't think I've never owned pepper. In any form. Ever. Really? Like black mm-hmm. pepper? Yep. Yeah, no, I like black pepper. I just, oh, I don't like the taste of it at all. Huh. Mm. Yeah, well, I'm the, yeah, I'm the opposite. Whenever I'm in an Italian restaurant and someone comes at me with that big oh, like, pepper. Oh, the fresh pepper. Yeah, with the pepper thing. I'm like, no, 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 no. Because they like start to, pepper? they hold it right over my salad. I'm like, stop. Oh, no. that's the best. Oh, that's God, the good it's the stuff. worst. Oh, I don't like good it. Good pepper. Um, but as far as spam, I think I've only ever had spam once, and that was in... Uh, 
That was when we were in Hawaii. And our buddy Scott Daly <gasps> made like spam and eggs. Oh my God, spam and eggs with the pine, um, fresh pineapple. Yeah, oh that was my good. God, that was, that really was good. amazing. But that's, yeah, that's the only time I think I've eaten it. I've seen like there's a million different kinds. At least in Hawaii, there was like a whole aisle just dedicated to different kinds of spam. So Greg, when we buy it, like we can each like pitch in on a uh, set of salt and pepper shakers, and you can take the pepper, and I'll take the salt. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose so. You mean the whole two dollars? We'll split it. <laughs> yes, we'll split it. All right. So also, uh, so if you're not a, if you're not a big spam person, you might be a twelve ounce metal can fan of uh, Hormel Foods Black Label Luncheon Loaf. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's a lot in one sentence. Uh, so it? so it's spam that's being recalled. The twelve ounce cans of spam, also the twelve ounce metal cans of. Hormel Foods Black Label Luncheon Loaf. Mm, mm, Hormel mm. Foods Black, Black Label Luncheon Loaf. Luncheon Loaf. Luncheon Loaf. What luncheon is a luncheon, luncheon loaf, loaf exactly? Loaf. I think it's a lunch meat loaf of meat. How's that different than spam? Uh, it's Black Label Luncheon Loaf, so I don't know for okay. sure. All right. It's in a loaf instead of a can, it's I a, it, No, but they're all in a loaf because they're in a loaf by dint of being inside of the can shaped like it. Because isn't it a loaf since it's shaped as the shape of the can and that's kind of loaf shaped? I guess. But a meatloaf is shaped like a that's a loaf. Let's stop with the let's stop with the loaf. Well, I just I don't know. I don't know I, either. I, I'm unaware. So if you have any of those things, don't eat them. Okay. All right. We have talked about this competition before because they were thinking about canceling it, and I remember we were both very concerned. Do you remember the cheese rolling competition in Britain? I do. Where people roll down a hill to try and like get the cheese? Is that no, what they it? roll the cheese down the hill. Oh, well, this is a different one. This I is it was people like, rolling down the hill. Oh, because the, the one I talked about in Baltac before, I believe they actually rolled logs of cheese, but they were having trouble because millennials weren't into it or something. Okay, I think that might be it. So this might be a different kind of cheese rolling because this isn't... People, this isn't cheese rolling down the hill. It's people rolling down the hill toward the cheese. Oh, okay. Yes. So this is uh, so this is a cheese rolling championship. This guy, uh, his name is Chris Anderson, who's a veteran cheese chaser, which sounds like the coolest title <laughs> Would you consider, consider yourself? Yeah, it seems like somebody, seems kind of like your soulmate. Oh, yeah. I Chris mean, you Anderson. Are a cheese, you're, you're a cheese I am chaser. A cheese you're an chaser. amateur cheese chaser. I am an amateur cheese chaser. I made myself. Yeah, cheese tooth. I do have a cheese tooth. Well, a veteran cheese chaser has set a new record during Britain's annual cheese rolling contest, which saw dozens of people tumbling down a hill toward cheese. <laughs> this event at Gloucester's Coopers Hill saw dozens of people rolling down the hill to be the first to reach the eight-pound wheel of double Gloucester cheese <laughs> that rolled down the hill in front of them. All right, so they roll down the cheese, and they have to roll down after it. And then whoever gets to the cheese first wins. I would go to that. I don't think I would compete in it. I think I would. I yeah. I, I bet you. I would. think I would. Yeah, I could. I used see to love rolling down hills when I was a kid. I don't think it I seems would. like only crazy kids used to like doing that. I liked rolling down hills maybe when I was a kid. I don't think I would do it now. Yeah. Not for just cheese. Well, Chris Anderson. I would definitely have some beers and watch it though. So they roll the wheels down first, and then the people roll down. <laughs> whoever catches the first wheel of cheese wins. So Chris Anderson captured the first cheese wheel of the day. And his final tally at the end of the cheese rolling event brought him a total of 22 cheese wheels. Wait, he got 22 cheese wheels? So, uh, 22 cheese wheels in his 14 years of competition. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So, over the years, he's been able to gather 22 cheese wheels in 14 years. Uh, Anderson bested Stefan Guide's previous record of 20 cheese wheels. 
Anderson said, now his life is complete. He's got nothing to prove now. Oh. And he's happy. What a good feeling. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. Like, he's like, I have fulfilled my cheese-chasing destiny. <laughs> That's it for me. Well, you know, more power to him then, I guess. Yeah, exactly. All right, Greg, do you know, uh, have you heard of the rapper Snoop Doggy Dog? Oh, my God, you could not sound older. Why did you say rapper like that? Rapper? Have you heard no, of the rapper? It, no, because it said it like that. Have you heard that, of that rap band say, Snoop Doggy the, Dog? The, the rapper Snoop Doggy Dog. Snoopy Dog. Hey, Greg. Greg. Rapper. Snoop Dogg took his 1993 hit Gin and Juice to the next level over this weekend at a California music festival by making a world record-breaking 132-gallon Gin and Juice cocktail. (laughs) How much gin was involved in that? I'm so glad you asked me. Guinness World Records confirmed indeed that the Gin and Juice cocktail mixed up Saturday at the Bottle Rock Napa Valley Festival by Snoop Doggy Dog, Stop Warren G, and Top Chef winner Michael Votaggio was a new record for the world's largest paradise cocktail. That's what they call it. The cocktail. Paradise cocktail. That's that the official name me, of a gin and juice. Let me speak my. You're a bartender. Story. Is that the official name? I I don't know. If I come up to you and say, "Hey, I'd like a paradise cocktail," is that what you would give me? Uh, probably a, like dump a lot of fruit in it or something. <laughs> I'm a really good bartender, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> um, the cocktail, which was mixed in a glass measuring five feet hall, tall and three feet wide, contained 180 bottles of Hendrix gin and massive loads of juice donated by Whole Foods. Snoop Doggy Dog. Who drank it all? Performed as a headliner on the second day of the festival. I do not know. It does not say. I hope it didn't go to waste. Maybe he gave it to all the all the thirsty people that were watching his concert. Um, hmm. Snoop Dogg seems like one of those guys that would be awesome to hang out with for a little while. He would like put you under the table. Would just well, there, I, I would not be able to smoke weed with Snoop Dogg. No. But, like just to hang out with him for an hour and just have him talk. Well, I mean, it would be cool. Like, tell me a story of Snoop Dogg. Tell me a story. What is he, like Santa Claus? Dude, he, oh man, imagine this. Imagine the story Snoop Dogg could tell you. Oh, yeah. I mean, that would be fun. He was a bad boy. (laughs) What is wrong with you right now? I don't know. You're not really responding. You just seem kind of. I am responding perfectly fine. I'm talking about Snoop Dogg. All right. I just wanted to give you the girl, Guinness Book of World Records update on him. Sorry I talked about a side note of wanting to hang out with Snoop Dogg. Well, everybody wants to hang out with Snoop Dogg. That would okay. be, like, so cool. All right. All right. Now I have a couple very, very florida stories from Florida to end up world crazy with. All right. Out of Clearwater, Florida, Florida story number one, police say that they were able to catch a man at a Clearwater bus stop who was caught. What do you think he was caught doing? I'm, I can guess. Furiously masturbating. I'm sorry. So we couldn't talk about Snoop Dogg because we had to hurry up and get to the furiously masturbating story. But he told them that no, 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 it was okay because he was Captain Kirk. Oh, all right. That's a new one. That's how you get out of that stuff. Clearwater police were called to a bus stop uh, for a report of a lewd and lascivious act. Responding police officers that said they found a man sitting on a bench 
touching himself. There's a beam me up joke in there somewhere. Yeah. (laughs) In an arrest report, police note that it was very obvious that the man was masturbating. When officers asked him what he was doing, the man told them, quote, I'm scratching myself. (laughs) After the man was arrested for disorderly conduct, police asked him to identify himself. The arrest report states the man told police his name was James Tiberius Kirk. Oh. Of course, the full name of Captain Kirk from Star Trek. Well, we don't know what timeline this is. He could have traveled. That's true. Traveled back. He's on rough times. Well, he's in the timeline where his actual name is James Bundrick. <laughs> he's 56 years old. Uh, he's also facing charges for provi- uh, providing a false name or identity to law enforcement. So even if you're trying to be whimsical and quote somebody from Star, you know, say you're someone from Star Trek, uh-huh. that still gets you in trouble. It still does work. Yeah, to get you in trouble. To get you in trouble, yeah. Yes. Uh, Mr. Jenky just said Captain Jerk. Am I right? No. No. Absolutely not. I liked it. That's enough. Sorry. Sarah's not having any of it today. None of it. All right. I looked this up, too, because I wanted to make absolutely sure this was true. It's been... If it's not true... I'm sorry. I found this on, like, six different websites. If it's not true, sorry. Wool over my eyes. I, I I got tricked. Whatever. Okay. But it seems like it's too good to be true. A man by the name of Douglas Nickerson... And his lady friend named Crystal Methvin. No. Look it up. Have been arrested in St. Augustine, Florida after the pair were allegedly arrested in possession of drugs. More specifically, Crystal Meth. Look it up. It looks pretty authentic. Looks pretty authentic, yeah. An anonymous call was made to police, which led to Methvin and Nickerson's subsequent arrests. So what happened is uh, police responded to the scene and they found three people sitting inside of a car. The people consented to a search by police, which led officers to finding drug paraphernalia. Police also found a substance that tested positive for crystal meth. Well, crystal Methvin had previously faced 15 other drug charges, including possession of a controlled substance without a prescription and previous citations for possession of crystal meth. Crystal methavin with her crystal meth in St. Augustine, Florida. Why would, wouldn't you just go by like Christie? Didn't we? I had to look to check the date because the date on this one is from yesterday. There was another one. Wasn't there one like a few years ago? Her name was like Crystal Methalina or oh, something. Oh, the, there was, and I'm sorry, I don't remember exactly. Yes, you're right. There was another one. Yeah, I had to make sure. Florida. I was like making sure this wasn't the same one. No, I don't think it's the same one. Yeah, no, it was a different name, but it was very similar to that. I had a buddy who um, he used to work in like healthcare. Like he would take healthcare calls. I don't know exactly to what capacity, but the the place they covered was Oklahoma, and one of his. One of the people that he talked to was uh, their their kids were Crystal and Cocaine. The daughter was named Cocaine. Like they didn't even try to be, you know, clever with it. It was just no, that's Cocaine. Oh man. Yeah. I told you that one of the little girls that my friend's kid goes to school with is named Felony, didn't I? Yeah. Why would you do that? I don't know. All right, anyway, there you have it. Florida, Florida, that's your world of crazy. Crazy. That's some good world of crazy. Thanks, Craig. I felt, you know, got some rest yesterday. Mm-hmm. I feel like the crazy just kind of came to me today. Oh, it, it did. It happened very naturally. Oh, it did. Ew. 
Oh, it did. I don't Gross. know what that means. I don't know. Um, let's do some ball talk, though. I've got some, got some ball talk. I have some drama. Drama. Some drama to get to. Let's see, maybe first I should, let's see, we'll do, before we get to the drama news. The Stanley Cup playoffs are afoot, sir. The Stanley Cup playoffs. The Las Vegas Golden Knights uh-huh. being the expansion team, meaning this is their first year in existence, in the Stanley Cup finals, and they're up one game to zero over the Washington Capitals. So this is the finals. It's the, just this the is the finals. All right. Yep. Now, the Washington Capitals haven't been there for like 20-some years either, so they're a big story in their own right, but they're far overshadowed by the Las Vegas Golden Knights, who... I believe I just heard today their their nickname they gave themselves was the Las Vegas Golden Misfits because do you know how an expansion team works? No. Okay, so an expansion team works like this. When a new team comes into a league, at least the big leagues, um, all the other teams in the league protect a certain number of players that they say, no, you these players can't go. And the rest of them, they leave open and be like, yeah, if you took that guy, that's fine. So what happened with Las Vegas is they get to go around to each team and they can take like, I think it's like one player or something like that. Or they have a pool of players and they can choose which ones they want. But the, those players, the teams that they're currently with, they're just like, yeah, it's fine if you take him. Oh. So that's why they're calling themselves the Misfits because they're, they're players that no other team wanted. It's kind of patchworking They didn't want them enough to protect them in their protected number of players. So yeah, so they patchwork a team together, which is why expansion teams usually suck. For a long time. Like, you're going to suck for a while before mm-hmm. you start getting good. And not with these guys, though. They were good immediately, and they've been good this entire season, so much so that they've made it to the Stanley Cup Finals, and they're one game up, and the second game is tonight. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's pretty big. But like I said, for the Washington Capitals, it's also a big deal for them. And the Capitals owner actually surprised the employees of the Washington Capitals, and he's flying 200 of them out, or 100 of them I think already went, on a private charter jet to go see the playoff games in Las Vegas. Oh, fancy. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, we worked for the Blazers. Did Paul Allen fly us to Dallas to go see anything? Never. No, he did not. No, he did not. And I think it's, I think that's pretty cool. And that, granted, that wasn't the final, so. But still, yeah, that's, that's kind of a cool gesture. They don't yeah. have to do that. That is nice. You know? So, chartered a pl- private jet, and yeah, 200 of them got to go see the game. So, another 100, I guess, will be tonight. Um, so, there you go. There's your NHL playoffs. That's what's happening with that. The NBA playoffs has the final. Well, <laughs> I said that wrong. The NBA finals have been set. And it's a big shocker because it's the exact same as it's been for the last three years. That's the gross. fourth year in a row, it's the Golden State Warriors against the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Four fourth year? straight years. The wow. first year Golden State won, second year Cleveland won, third year Golden State won, now they're both back again. It's getting boring. Yeah, that's super boring. I don't even care. So that's going to be out Thursday night is when that starts. I'm imagining Golden State will win by a landslide. LeBron might win one game against them, the Cleveland LeBrons. I'm guessing Golden State's going to win in five, and boring, 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 they'll get another championship. Yeah. Whoop-de-doo. Unless the only, th- the only way to hope for any of this to be entertaining is if Cleveland actually does win a couple. Mm-hmm. Then maybe it'll be entertaining. 
Draws it out a little bit longer. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just so boring. But something that's not boring is what's going on in Philadelphia. Now, they are not in the playoffs, but their GM is now a part of an investigation by the Philadelphia Phillies. So the general manager is very high up in a basketball organization. There's the president, and then the GM pretty much runs the team from the coach on down to the players. They make the decisions. So Philadelphia's GM is a guy by the name of Brian Colangelo, and he took over from another guy named Sam Hinkie. These names are important. Just so you know where I'm referring to, Brian Colangelo is the GM. The previous GM was Sam Hinkie. Okay. Now, a reporter started noticing some interesting things on Twitter because he follows the Phil, uh, follows the 76ers and obviously sees comments from fans. You know, usually on Twitter, there's an active fan base. And he noticed that there were a few accounts that were particularly nice when any references to Brian Colangelo would come up, like defensive about him. As far as even he said, one of the things that really stuck out was somebody, I guess, makes fun of Brian Colangelo's shirt collars because he wears large shirt collars for some reason. Okay. And somebody made made fun of it. And this one account immediately fired back saying, this is a normal collar. Move on. Find a new slant. So he started doing some digging. And he found these three different uh, Twitter accounts, three different main ones that seemed to all talk about things. When his name came up, either defending Brian Colangelo or ripping on Sam Hinkie and talking about how bad the previous uh, GM was, which is kind of odd. Yeah. Also, they this one of these uh, accounts named Eric Jr. ripped on um, Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union. And said, I sat next to you at the Olymp- at the Beijing Olympics and saw you be rude and nasty to a little kid fan. Um, you showed no respect to this little kid. And you, and who are you to stand on high grounds? Because uh, Gabrielle Union had pointed out that Tom Brady didn't, didn't visit the White House when Barack Obama was president. And this Eric Jr. went attacking her. Now, uh, Brian Colangelo was in Beijing at the Olympics. So the coincidence of somebody randomly sitting next to Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade. Yeah. At the Beijing Olympics, I mean, what are the? Have you ever sat next to Gabrielle Union and I have not <laughs> Wayne Wade at the Beijing Olympics? No. So anyway, all these so this Eric Junior is just doing everything. Yeah. No, it's not Eric Junior. It's well, Brian Colangelo. Well, no, I know. Yeah. I was like Eric Junior. Yeah. Yeah. So they they've lined up all these things, and where this this person and these other accounts have been giving out like inside information about player injuries, calling players assholes, and they're thinking. That it's all leading back to him, and this guy actually did a test of it. So he called out to the 76ers and said, hey, I've noticed these three accounts seem to have inside information. He didn't call out three other ones that he knew were doing the same thing just to see what would happen. And he said as soon as he did that, those other three ones that he didn't mention to the Sixers, they all shut down and went to private immediately. Oh, wow. So... The thing is, it looks like this guy's been posting with all of his fake Twitter accounts, posting inside information, ripping on his own players, ripping on the former GM, defending himself, all while sitting there as the general manager of the 76ers. Whoa. And the key thing is ripping on your players and giving out private injury information. So what's going to happen to him? Is anything going to? They're investigating. The 76ers are doing an internal investigation now to try to get to the bottom of what this guy's been up to. That's really weird and so lame. It's so lame. And there's more and more that just keeps coming out about this. And so I think it's the Ringer's investigation is who did this. 
So credit to them. And dead spins where I've been reading it. That is so weird. It keeps on going. It's one of those rabbit holes. I'm just saying, go down the rabbit hole. I just went to Deadspin, and they've got, they've got kind of, kind of all lined up, and more information, more and more keeps coming out. Like this guy's going to end up getting fired because he was using these. Fake all Twitter I'm accounts. learning is that old people need to stay away from Twitter. Yes, that's like you obviously like don't know how to use it. Yeah, like don't maybe just stay away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where it's at. I wanted to let people know about it. I think it's kind of fascinating that this guy's been using these fake accounts and not using them very well. Oh, boy. And he's going to get busted for it. All right, there we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. That's the drama. I've never set up a fake account for anything. I mean, I think, I don't think I have, no. Yeah. I don't know if I, I just don't know how, how to go, even go about that. Yeah. Which clearly means that I shouldn't be using Twitter like that either because I wouldn't know what to do. You wouldn't know what to do. No. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, I've done it because I had Raven's Kicker. I think I've lost all these accounts now. I, I don't remember how to log in. Oh, yeah, that uh, the one that missed that field goal or whatever. Yeah, I did that for Alabama Kicker, too. And then there was a campaign to have Alabama Kicker removed from the Oh, yeah, that was you, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. And it was all nice things that I posted. I never posted anything mean. It was just like, hey, guys, don't forget about me at the bus. Sorry about that. And <laughs> I don't think somebody else took it over now. Oh, can they take it over? Well, I forgot my login info. Okay. So I I never meant any harm. Oh no, the account's suspended. <laughs> Satirical purposes only. Yep. Maybe I should take that out. <laughs> no, it's fine. If it's suspended, that means you're not. What are they going to do? Like arrest you? You're fine. I don't know. Uh, it's no, they're not going to arrest yeah. me. No, I didn't post anything. Like I said, never posted anything bad. No, I thought you just like made it. Se- he just made him seem sad. Yeah, that was all I did. Yeah. Like, oh no, sorry, buddy. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh yeah, PDXE collide. That's right. I forgot I had that one. <laughs> that one got me on the news. Oh, the E. coli one. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was from like four years ago. Oh yeah. All right. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. You are all fantastic people, but we also want to say that we appreciate Next Adventure. Oh, they're amazing. Next Adventure, a fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio, one of our longest, longest supporters, and we really do appreciate them. Nextadventure.net for Worldwide. Yes. But also, Next Adventure here in town. In the corner of Stark and Grand, a great place to go. It's getting to be nice weather outside. You need a raft. You need a tube if you want to go to the river. Oh yeah, absolutely. You need some absolutely. sunglasses. You yeah, need you need some new shoes. You need some river sandals. River anything. sandals. Yeah. You need clothes. You need maybe they might have some specials on winter gear even right now. I mean, it might be a good time actually if you wanted to shop ahead. Oh yeah, and do that. Next Adventure is just a wonderful thing, and they are, like I said, fine supporters of Fun Employment Radio, and they have an event that is coming up as well that we will tell you all about tomorrow. Awesome. So big, and big so speaking of tomorrow, uh, live at 11 a.m.? Live at 11 a.m. Pacific time for the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club members. And if you are a Supporters Club member already and haven't had your pin, mm. uh, just write in and let us know. And I'll and get we, those right out yep, to you. We just need your address. That's all we need. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Oh, my God. Greg has crazy eyes. Right Thanks now. for tuning in. <laughs> We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Bye, friends.
Is everybody going to be mad at me about the movie thing now? About what movie thing? Oh, about the cup holder? Yeah. I don't know. I thought you stood behind what you did. I do. Then don't worry about it. Okay. It's going to be my convictions. public stance. This is what, what's going to take me That's down. That's going to be your platform. This is what's going to take me down. Yep. <laughs> Taking the cup solo. All right. All right bye, everybody. Bye.